What's up, everybody? It's your boy Tony here with Unchained Expressions. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be absolutely glad in it. Yes, let's be absolutely glad in it. Listen, I have an interesting uh, take today because we are literally less than 24 hours away before the election to where millions and millions of people have cast their votes for the candidate that they choose, Joe Biden. President Trump. Now, either one of these candidates, a lot of people feel like that they are wrong or they're good. Everybody has their take. Everybody has their feel. Everybody is just thinking who's going to be best. But this is the one for <laughs> my community, my people. Don't cast me aside if Trump wins again. Because if Joe Biden wins, I will not cast you to the side. I will still be there. I would still be homeboy. I would still be friend. Give me the same love and respect if President Donald Trump wins. Because at the end of the day, my reasoning for voting for President Donald Trump has nothing to do with you personally. It has everything to do with the simple fact that I'm very knowledgeable of a lot of stuff that goes on. And I, as a black man, just couldn't see myself a voting for President, I mean, voting for uh, Joe Biden. VP Joe Biden. Now, does President Trump have his flaws? Does President Trump have his wrongs? Absolutely. But one thing I do realize is this. Is that I, for 47 years, and out of, out of that 47 years, 39 of those years, Joe Biden was a senator. And he has wrote every crime bill from the time he became a senator all the way till he became vice president. So I just couldn't see myself voting for that guy. Also, I just couldn't see myself voting for any Democrat politician, to be honest with you. Uh, when you know history, you find yourself in a position to not repeat it. And I think a lot of us just don't know our history, so we're doomed to repeat what we don't know. And because I know, because I took the opportunity to actually learn, to actually study, you know what I'm saying, to read, to talk to so many different walks of life, different people, um, to listen to great people like Thomas Sowell, uh, to uh, people like Danesta Souza, Larry Elder, um, and countless other black people, and to also know that I'm a part of a, uh, a generation of black men like Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, and countless others who have fought for black people politically with the Republican Party. So I'm just not the one to stand with the Democrats when the Democrats literally fought against black people for years, even in the 60s. I mean, Martin Luther King sat down with Lyndon B. Johnson multiple occasions, and we all know he was just as about as racist as, come, racist as they come. He made it known that he was a racist, and he let it also be known that he would have niggas voting Democrat for the next 200 years. So I just couldn't see myself being a part of the one to vote Democrat or allow my family to vote Democrat for the next 200 years or be a part of that prophecy, all all on the basis of personality, emotional things that doesn't really benefit me as a man, as a husband, as a father, as an American citizen. So I wanna say that don't cast me aside. Let's work together, let's stand together. Because at the end of the day, we both, want the, we both want the same thing, and that's to make sure that the black community strives. But the only way that it strives, it goes forward, is we have 
common sense legislation that benefits us as black people or something that we can hold politicians accountable by what's put in policy and on paper. So with that being said, I'm going to go and talk about what's been going on with black men lately. And everything has to involve around President Donald Trump. Now, there was this big spark earlier in Trump's presidency with Kanye West, Steve Harvey, Joe Brown. Um, the list goes on with black men that a lot of black men respect because they are stand-up guys, black men. Kanye West, uh, you know, I respect him, but I know a lot of people didn't respect him on that level as far as being a real deal man in the community like the others that I have named. But in this 2020 year, there has been a lot that gone on, a lot that's went on from Corona to America shutting down, people losing their homes, but people losing a lot of stuff that's going on. But people are not also looking at the fact that a lot of people became more successful. A lot of people built businesses. A lot of people quit their jobs to actually take advantage of all the incentives and everything that's going on right now to set them up for 2021. So I'm looking at this twofold. But I'm looking at this because there are <laughs> there's some tops up for me that I'm looking at if Joe Biden gets in I'm not confident that he's going to follow, follow through with what he said he's going to do. If I vote Trump, I know he's going to follow through. And what he already put in place is comprehensible for us to really take advantage of it to go to the next level. And there is a plan out there called the Platinum Plan. But what made this Platinum Plan more attractable to a lot of people is the capital talk having access to 500 billion dollars now some people say it's trash some people say shoot that's a start but here's another thing I want to compare this to and that is lift every voice planned by Joe Biden now, here's the thing. You already lost me with the lift every voice plan. Because now it makes me feel like you're doing this out of... It's not like, oh my God, like... It, it sounds, sounds so depressing, lift every voice. Like, like, okay. But with the platinum plan, you like, platinum? Okay. What are we talking? I literally saw Roland Martin uh, say he re it was like 40 something pages for Trump uh, for I mean Joe Biden and it's like 3-4 pages for President Trump that right there should let you know how comprehensible both plans are one is like get straight to the point the other one has to go through all these loopholes all these different word phrases to try to make you feel good and all this kind of stuff like that it's like nah I'd rather go with straight to the point let's get straight to the point of how we can make this work for our community 500 billion dollars it creates three million jobs not only does it create three million jobs it also uh, makes way for over 350,000 uh, business owners i mean that's a start just think about three million jobs over 300 plus thousand uh 
black-owned businesses. That black-owned businesses is creating jobs. And when you create jobs, you create opportunities for that community. And when that community is spending money in its community, paying taxes in its community, uh, keeping its community up because there are jobs in the community, you really can enhance the black community. That's how I'm looking at this. That's how I'm looking at opportunity, access. And here's the thing. If this comes into law, which President Trump has already put some policies like opportunity zone, school choice, um, oh man, the uh, uh, Urban Revitalization Act, all of those things have been put into place for us as the black people to hold him accountable to. And here's the thing. He put it as an executive order. So which means he has no choice but to back this up. Before Joe Biden <laughs> was running or went in his early stages, he didn't have a plan. He didn't have a plan for black America. It's all just get Trump out, get Trump out. He didn't have a plan until, guess what? Charlemagne called him out and said, what is your plan? I don't see you have a plan. And then he come up with Lift Every Voice, which is not popular at all. Nobody's talking about his plan. Nobody's even really talking about what he say he's actually going to do for black America. But President Trump has actually done and also explained how he is. One thing I like about President Trump is that he is literally a businessman, which means he can't, he, he got to make money. But you can't make money when there's too much rules and regulations in the mix. You will suffer. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as a black man, I'm looking at these two plans along with Ice Cube's plan. And Ice Cube's plan is the contract with black America. And I was reading it today. And I'm saying here like, if you read this plan and all three plans and for President Trump administration to take some of what his plan is and put it in their platinum plan that right there lets me know what side I should be on the side that's going to really focus on the economical uh, structure of the black community we need capital like real deal capital that can put money into those who have businesses or who have desire to open businesses so that way we can build up our community so we can be able to police ourselves so that way we'll be able to feed ourselves we can be able to distribute to ourselves and grow our communities but we need capital 500 billion dollars i believe um biden's plan was like 25 billion or something like that i'm saying like but what is that gonna do for us it wasn't clear cut. It wasn't understandable. It was way too much for the Lift Every Voice plan. But to know that <laughs> the Ice Cube did this, and I know I'm a couple of weeks late because I really just focus wasn't on that. But now it is because we're literally a day away from election, and it's about to get real ugly out here. It's gonna be either you, <laughs> you. It's gonna be this facade as if you either you with us or you against us type mentality. You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be like that at all. It shouldn't be like that at all. Because I'm with you. I'm just not with the party that you support. But I'm with you in 
let's get together and let's work it together. Because at the end of the day, I said it in my last video, black people have been voting for the Democratic Party for over a hundred years. And now in this 2020 election, it's like they're forcing you to vote for them again. And then call people like me, everything, a child of God. Cool, sell out. I just saw a post today where somebody said, if you voted for that person, I can't rock with you. If it ain't about business, we ain't got nothing to say to each other. I'm like, whoa. So you mean to tell me you know people's families, you know people's issues and circumstances, and you know that people know about both men. And you will say to another black man, hey, I ain't rocking with you because you voted for Trump. But you voted for Joe Biden, who wrote every crime bill that locked up black men, left black children fatherless, who supports the feminizing of little black boys and little black and, and little black girls letting them be able to identify as something that they're not which means the government is telling you that you can't tell your child what they is and not and if that child was to come back and say that my father or mother said I can't say this the, the, they gonna come the government gonna come after you that's how this stuff works same thing with with um child support Look how that has hurt black men. Look at the prison system. Look how it has hurt black men. Joe Biden had everything to do with that. He had everything to do with that. As a politician for 30, for 47 years, 39 of those years writing laws, getting them passed to hurt black men like me. But then I have my own black man in my community telling me that if I vote for Trump, they ain't riding with me or I seen some folk where people are literally talking about man if I see a black man who vote for Trump bro his, his own sight is this is that it's like whoa it got to what I'm like where have we lost ourselves to really just go hard at black men like that our brothers our sisters we ain't got that energy towards you so why do you have it towards us we, it's a whole lot of things that we hear about Joe Biden from, I'm not going to, I, and this stuff is allegedly, even though it's out there just to save myself, but just like we heard stuff about President Trump, but here's the thing, who did more damage to the black community? Is it Trump or is it Biden? Because I'll tell you right now, it was definitely Biden because he's been the one to write the laws that hurt us. And I want to say this because I already know people are going to be like, oh, look, he's doing this, 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 and that. I don't care. If you want to unfriend me, if you want to disrespect me and calling me all kind of out of names, if, if President Trump wins, just know if Joe Biden wins, I won't have your energy. I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to say what's up to you. I'm still going to, hey, man, you want to purchase my shirt? Unchained Expressions, God, brother, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be like, hey, man, let's go out and get something to eat. Or invite you over for dinner. Or be like, hey, man, we having a party. Man, you and your family are more than welcome to come. Come on, come chill with us. But I will tell you this. I will be on alert. Because I know. I know those who voted for Trump lives are going to be <laughs> you have to protect 
So I'm just saying this today because I'm just seeing too much negativity towards black men. I'm talking about I'm talking about black men like Kanye West, Ice Cube, Waka Flocka, Lil Wayne, Wack 100. But then not and those are just rappers. But I'm also seeing hate towards black men like Maurice Davis out of Flint, Michigan, who is the VP out there, who's been a lifelong Democrat, who's coming out saying, hey, man, I'm standing with Trump. You got Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker. You got Vernon Jones. You got Jack Brewer. You got Jim Brown. You got countless other black men out here who's like, man, we not riding with Biden. And you're not going to force us to ride with Biden. You're not going to make us feel bad because we ain't riding with Biden. If you want to ride with Biden, you go ahead. But I refuse to put my support behind somebody I know that is going to do us wrong. All because the media and everybody wants you to feel like Trump is the worst. If we're going to say the lesser of two evils, well, I'm going to take Trump because he's the lesser evil. He is definitely the lesser evil. But like I said, we are literally a day away. And we all need to make sure that we're on point, we're respectful, and making sure that we educate ourselves because there's an upcoming election after this, real soon. And you want to make sure that you're educated and you know what you're voting for. You know what side you're really standing on when it comes to education, when it comes to policing in your community, when it comes to um, taxes, when it comes to all of that. If you want to be rich, if you want to be wealthy, you got to get around people who are literally going to put policy in pl policies in place that is going to help you get there so you can change the economic structure, not just for you and your family, but for your community. If it's not about capital, then guess what? We already lose it. If it's not about equity, we already lose it. And having equality and the outcome with policy is going to bring that equity. And if I'm not going to stand for somebody who's not going to make it give me the economic uh, structure that I need, if black people have been voting the same way for almost a hundred, over 100 years, and we see our communities, and we see how our communities look, it looks run down. It looks like it's overcrowded. It, it, it's, it's a lot of crime. It's a lot of this. Then why would I keep standing with people who keep putting these policies in place that hurts our community? It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not looking for somebody to make me feel good or make me feel like they're going to take away racism. You can never take away racism. Racism will always be there. White supremacy will always be around. Black supremacy will always be around. Black ignorance, white ignorance. Ignorance will always be around. But it's up to us to not focus so much on the ignorance, but it's all on us to focus on those who want to help um, eliminate ignorance by uplifting people. And how you do that? Having money. Economics. I encourage each and every one of you to go and read the Platinum Plan, go and read the Contract with Black America, and go and read Lift Every Voice. And I also encourage everybody to be respectful and love people. That's what Jesus taught us. He told us, listen, if any man wish to follow me, you must first deny yourself and take up, take up your cross and walk. The Bible also said, if you just follow these two commandments, love God and then love your neighbor, you have fulfilled the whole law. So let's make sure we love one another because tomorrow is going to be a big day. And nobody knows who's going to be president. But I pray that whoever it is, that we as people can be knowledgeable of what is going on, can also pay attention to the policies, hold politicians accountable to the policies. And not only that, respect each other on both sides and let's work together because that's the only way we can really win. I love you all with the love of the Lord. You guys have a blessed day. Unchained expressions. Peace.